with profound humble gratitude and love to all venerated enlightened masters. We bow to the Almighty in soulful gratefulness for gifting us with their holy blessed presence. May all beings be awakened by their divine grace. Part 4 of 4 Our programs offer many languages. Please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash schedule. Nos programs offer plusieurs langues. Veuillez visiter suprememastertv.com baroblique schedule. Nuestros programas ofrecen varios idiomas. Visiten suprememastertv.com inclinada schedule. Unsere Sendungen bieten viele Sprachen. Gehen Sie auf suprememastertv.com schedule. That's all I have, really. I could not stay in a cave even anymore. Oh. Yeah, wherever I go, whatever happens, it just happens. And I don't care. I couldn't care less. I'm mm. happy. Mm. I don't have time to be sad, okay? Except when I'm suffering because mm. of the pain of humans and all beings on this planet. I don't have time to lament anything. I'm always happy and grateful for what I have. Please keep watching to find out more. Vegan, or being looked on with contempt. Supreme Master Ching Hai's lectures are not a complete meditation instruction. Please do not try alone. For free of charge guidance, please visit godsdirectcontact.org or contact any of our centers near you. Today's episode will be presented in English with subtitles in Arabic, Olaxis, also known as Vietnamese, Bulgarian, Chinese, English, French, German, Hindi, Hungarian, Indonesian, Japanese, Korean, Malay, Mongolian, Persian, Polish, Portuguese, Punjabi, Romanian, Russian, Spanish, Telugu and Thai. Kreep Morlener means welcome in Tuvan, the local language of the Tuva Republic. My name is Selak. The welcoming Tuvans salute all the new vegans and appreciate their genuine love and kindness to animal people, which is reflected in their diets. The Autonomous Republic of Tuva is located in southern Siberia in Russia. The region is blessed with a vivid array of landscapes and scenery with much of the territory being mountainous regions. The scenic of Snor Basin is included on the Global 200 list of little modified eco-regions of the world. Its landscape includes spectacular terrains as a varied as desert and sand dunes, forests, wetlands and tundra. Rare members of the animal kingdom such as the snow leopard people, Argali, mountain sheep people, and Asiatic ibex people 
fondly call this region home. The rich cultural heritage of the Tuvans abounds, with many nomadic tribes traversing the land. Traditional Tuvan yurts adorn the countryside and are home to many. The national art of Tuvan throat singing, or homi, is performed by talented singers. This art form has been admired globally. And was inscribed in 2009 on the representative list of the intangible cultural heritage of humanity of UNESCO. The central Tuvan Valley is rich with glistening lakes and medicinal springs. This includes Lake Dushol, whose Healing mud and waters have been compared to the Dead Sea of Israel for their healing abilities. It was a pleasure to share glimpses of mystical Tuva with you, radiant viewers. We thank the Buddhas for guiding us in every step of our spiritual journey. For decades, Supreme Master Qinghai has illuminated our world with her divine teachings. A fully enlightened master, she imparts the Guanyin method of meditation to those desiring to immediately discover the God nature within, to achieve in one lifetime eternal liberation from the cycle of transmigration. The Guanyin method has been practiced by all enlightened masters, such as the worshipped world-honored one Shakyamuni Buddha, the worshipped son of God Jesus Christ, the venerated master and philosopher Confucius, the venerated Lord Krishna, the venerated master and philosopher Lao Tzu, the venerated Lord Mahavira, the beloved prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Shri Guru Nanak Dev Ji, and many more. Supreme Master Qinghai emphasizes that if we always remember God, render selfless service to others, and follow the laws of the universe, we will reach our highest potential as humans and truly understand our purpose on earth. An extraordinary living example of compassion, she lovingly and regularly sends material and financial assistance to refugees, the homeless, natural disaster victims, and others needing relief. Supreme Master Qinghai respectfully thank all special individuals, organizations, leaders, and governments for all your genuine, loving, ongoing support. May heaven bless you forevermore. We, the Supreme Master Qinghai International Association members, are also sincerely grateful for your expressive kindness, wishing you the best. Supreme Master Qinghai. Receives love and recognition from various organizations, media, governments, individuals, and many awards 
such as the 2006 Guzzi Peace Prize, considered the Nobel Peace Prize of the East, the World Spiritual Leadership Award in 1994, the Mahavir Award in 2008, February 22nd and October 25th, both proclaimed as the Supreme Master Qinghai Day, an honorary citizen of the United States, etc., and has been honored throughout the years with numerous other awards and accolades for her outstanding philanthropic and humanitarian deeds. etc. We apologize for not being able to show many other awards and honors for lack of space and time. Supreme Master Qinghai respectfully thank all special individuals, organizations, leaders, and governments for all your genuine, loving, ongoing support. May heaven bless you forevermore. We, the Supreme Master Qinghai International Association members, are also sincerely grateful for your expressive kindness, wishing you the best. A true voice for our beautiful animal people friends, Supreme Master Qinghai promotes the peaceful, loving plant-based diet and envisions with humanity's awakening to the sacredness of all life. 
a tranquil and glorious all-vegan world where people of both animal and human kingdoms live in respectful harmony. Her initiatives included alternative living flyer distribution, the international vegan restaurants, Loving Hut, vegan food companies, vegan fur products, Supreme Master Television, as well as writing and speaking to influential government and media leaders participating in televised conferences on climate change, etc. Whether we are aware of it or not, her efforts have had an enormous influence on global awareness of the animal people-friendly lifestyle and how this benevolent way can bring lasting peace among nations while saving our planet from climate change and disasters. Supreme Master Qinghai has traveled worldwide and held discourses with the public and her disciples on a variety of spiritual topics. On December 21, 2021, our most beloved Supreme Master Qinghai spent precious time to share her love and wisdom, answering some questions that members had on various topics. Today we are blessed to present the insightful conference entitled Real Compassion and Moral Standards is the Real Solution Part 15 of 22 on Between Master and Disciples held in English on December 21st, 2021. Oh, I have I told you all this. Okay. So this is just a manifestation kind of uh, palace and environment, you see? Mm. It's made by heaven, by the protectors of heavens, or by the merit of these couples, or by the magical power from his master, manifested through the physical uh, gift that he gave to them. It's possible to do that, possible to manifest things, but they won't last long. Yeah, either they disappear after you're done with your needy situation or the magic will wear out. It was just for emergency use, you know, because the couple did not have any residence, yeah, and did not find any populated area, did not find a human settlement anywhere yet, but it's so dark or dangerous for them. So the magic just manifested like that for them, according to also their words. Yes, yes, if they are not that worthy, then probably they would just manifest a hood or a tent like what I had, okay? <laughs> or a two-by-four <laughs> residence. <laughs> I call it a palace where I live, okay? Huh? <laughs> That's all I have, really. I could not stay in a cave anymore. Oh. Yeah, wherever I go, whatever happens, it just happens. And I don't care. I couldn't care less. I'm happy. Mm. I don't have time to be sad, okay? Except when I'm suffering. Because of the pain of humans and all beings on this planet. I don't have time to lament anything. I'm always happy and grateful for what I have. You see? Yes, yes I truly am very grateful and happy for what I have. I couldn't ask for more. Mm. Because 
wherever you have, if you have a roof and a wall around you to protect all the computers and equipment and all that, that's good enough already. Yes, yes, master. If the rain and the elements won't destroy the computers and won't make you sick, then it's very good already. What else do you want? Huh? <laughs> yes. Only a small body, or however big, the biggest guy in your group is how many meters? Two meters? Yeah, almost. Even then, uh, that's all he needs, right? <laughs> yeah. the, the walls and the roof, right? <laughs> and electricity, of course. And that's all he needs. He needs also a heater, of course. <laughs> and he needs only a water dispenser with hot and cold and freezing water, of course. And he needs also people to cook for him, of course. And he needs people to bring food to him, of course. And he needs a computer, of course. <laughs> Machine. It is a washing machine only, of course. <laughs> Sometimes a tumble dryer. It is a tumble dryer only, of course. I mean, you don't need much. This is just basic. I'm just making fun of you, but but that's a basic nowadays. Yes, yes. We could also do without, but then it takes much longer to wash by hand and to wait to dry. You know. Yes. In that case, you need more clothes. Okay, <laughs> like this, even though it looks more of a luxury, but then it's economical in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you don't have to waste too much precious time because we need to work for the Supreme Master Television. Yes, mm. that's right. That's it's right. the more important thing than our comfort or our show off of uh, ascetism. Yes. yes. We could do without all that. I'm sure you could. Oh, I used to do without all that, and I don't even mind to cook, uh, you know, with the little old three stones mm. in the forest even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, I long for that. I love that kind of style where you don't even need electricity to cook anything. Mm. You put the three stones or you dig a hole in the ground with the both ends open and then you put your pot on it and you can cook because in the forest there are a lot of dry twigs yes. falling around. Even you can cook with dry leaves. You know that? Yes. Yeah, and it's such a wonderful life. I love that so much. Just I cannot afford that poor life. This is a problem. <laughs> People say they cannot afford the luxury life. I could not afford the poor life because that poor life is the life I want. Mm. More independent, mm. more simple, and it's such fun. Yes. Such a peaceful feeling. I yes. lived like that before. I love that so much. When we uh, we first went to Sihu, we didn't have electricity. Not at all. We just cook like that. Mm-hmm. Even for the hot water to take a shower, mm-hmm. we cook with a big pot. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the cheap wood that people discarded, mm-hmm. or with all the, the branches that fell all over mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the forest. But before we had a lot, about four five hundred people, so the forest could not <laughs> could not produce enough leaves or branches. We went and asked for some wood that they did not want from the wood company. Yes, those are cheap woods, yeah, yeah. small. Or you pay a cheap price. They wanted to get rid of them also, so it's good for both. <laughs> and we cook to shower like that, and we dug wells to make water. Mm. I love this kind of natural life, like in the Himalaya, as I told you before. Yeah? Yes, yes. The water is in abundance from the mountain. It comes down and people put it into a pipe and it runs all day or night and I wash my clothes with it. And I cook chapatis with some collected wood from the forest nearby. I didn't cook a lot anyway, just some chapatis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but it's still fun. Yes, so yes. peaceful, so yes. good, so good. Because when you don't have any responsibilities and you have such freedom, then nothing is better than that in this life. Mm, yes. Believe me, yeah. <laughs> yes. When you don't have any responsibilities, like what we have now, it was the happiest time then. Yes, if you have responsibilities, you don't have freedom anymore. And you have anxiety and worries. Mm-hmm. That's how you get all quicker and you don't feel as free and happy. Mm. Of course, we're happy to serve the world, but it's not the same. Yes, mm. master. Yes, master. Nothing compared to when you have nothing to worry about. Even with the very little money I had, I had to stretch it. That's why I could only eat chapati and sell meat and some cucumber and peanut butter because I know that's enough nutrition. Mm. A whole meal chapati <laughs> and peanut butter and cucumber. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Simple. Yeah, but enough nutrition. Mm. I knew it was enough. Oh, well, if you don't work a lot, it's enough. But it is a surprise that even you eat a little, but you do a lot of exercise, like labor work, mm. you feel even healthier and stronger. Yes, yes. But you must exercise. Yes, yes. Somehow. Because the body feels the need, so it produces enough essential strength for you. Yes. And produces enough of whatever you need. Hmm? It's stronger than if you eat a lot but do nothing. Mm. Yes. Yeah, truly like that. Yeah, it's true. Even breatharian people, they need exercise mm. to yes. continue to preserve in themselves yes. or do something useful. I really love that kind of life. You know, living somewhere alone in the forest or even with one or two people but not getting on each other's nerves. <laughs> <laughs> if you live with strangers, it's even better. Because they don't bother you. If they don't know who you are, they ask nothing from you. Yes. You know, I mean, spiritual blessings and all that stuff. Mm. Or cling on to you because they know you're a spiritual person. Yeah, when I live in India, I also live among people, even though in the Himalayas, but among people. Yes, ma'am. Among people and the pilgrims. And next door, there were other rooms, I told you, yeah? Four or three more rooms. Like in the whole building, they divide it into four rooms. And I occupy one. It's small, of course. Like maybe two by one and a half meters, something like that. Wow. Just enough to put a cot inside and uh, a little spare to walk. <laughs> <laughs> when you walk in, you walk right to your cot. <laughs> no table, no chair, nothing more. Just that. But I had everything I needed. That's what I felt, okay? Mm. Compared to now. I really love that life. Sometimes I really long to live like that again. I can't afford it. Imagine some people saying you can't afford poverty. (laughs) But it's my situation. Mm. It's like that. Mm. Something you like so much but you don't have. Mm. That's what you cannot afford. I can't afford poverty and a simple life. I love that very much. My grandma used to live like that. She just collected wood from the garden. Mm-hmm. or some leaves, and she cooks simple food in a small uh, pot, an earthen pot even. Mm-hmm. And it tastes it's like heaven, mm-hmm. with a little bit of smoky taste, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and from the earthen pot, and small. I could have eaten more, but she said to me, the less you eat, the more you have. <laughs> she means if you eat more then you have nothing tomorrow no more left <laughs> she didn't have much you know but I was a kid I didn't know much she cooked all this uh, small pot 
<laughs> Enough for only two balls. One ball for her, one for me. Oh. And done. <laughs> and of course, there were some vegetables. But she said, the less you eat, the longer you will be filled. Yeah, it's true also. If you have only one kilogram of rice and you eat it all in one day, then tomorrow you won't have. But if you eat just uh, maybe a quarter of it, and the next day you have more, and the next day you still have it. Yes, yes. For a couple of days, a few days. That's what you meant. Yeah. Wisdom. <laughs> uh, we have that kind of uh, idiom, you know. She was a very contented person. Very simple and very wise. Okay. Uh, I really love to do that. Collect my own wood, cook my own simple food. But it would take a lot of time, more time than what I have now. Mm -hmm. My time is used for working, for SMTV, editing, and then for meditation. Sometimes I need to put some ointment for my eyes and I just keep pushing it, pushing it. I have to finish the work. Mm -hmm. And then I thought I finished first before I take care of myself. And then I forgot. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes it's like that. So nowadays, to live such a simple life is kind of a luxury. Mm -hmm. yes. But that kind of life for me is truly so satisfying, so peaceful, and so good. Like the life that I had in the Himalayas, because at that time I was alone. Mm -hmm. I live among people, but not like crowded in the city or anything. Of course, in, a, in the middle of the hill, yeah, on top, and then have free water like that, and a very cheap mud house, much room. Yes, mm -hmm. and slept on the roof at night, and uh, I went out to the Ganges to uh, take a bath, mm. because I wanted to, otherwise I could have bath there. Uh, there was free water up there, and then uh, hang my clothes, or uh, put my clothes on the rocks to dry, then went home, singing. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Felt so free, I longed for that life again. I probably just dreamed of uh, cooking or with leaves, or with dry branches, free, free fuel. Yes. And it tastes even better than cooking with electricity. Although cooking with electricity is more convenient and cleaner. Yes. But if you cook only for yourself, a little bit smoke is not much. And the, the fire, if it's, if it's good, it has no smoke. Yes. Mm. It has smoke only maybe a little bit in the beginning. Mm. Yeah. Or only if the wood is wet or not dry enough. Otherwise, there's no smoke. And if you live in the forest or surrounded by trees, gardens, they absorb it quickly. There's no pollution. Oh, yes. Yes. It's not like grand-scale industry, smoke or anything. Mm. Only for one person, how much can you cook? Because <laughs> <laughs> how much can you eat? <laughs> uh, how long did I talk? Um, total about three hours and 15 minutes. Only? Yeah. That didn't break the four hours record yet. <laughs> I will try harder next time. <laughs> I read two stories, two books. One Hadith and one Vietnamese folklore. <laughs> from the two books. And still only three hours, 15 minutes. Oh, and all the stories of my life even. <laughs> and the dog people and all that. Okay, my love. Uh, you asked me a question? Oh, yeah, I, for, I forgot. Did I answer you? Yes, Master. I don't know about the palace that appear overnight. That's why they call that place One Night uh, Lake. Mm, yes.
If we consume an animal, its blood and gore will make us act like a slaughterer. Rumi, vegetarian. Tomorrow on Between Master and Disciples. We already eating ourselves poor, planetary poor, and planetary disasters. Yes, yes master. master. And if you continue this way because we can afford it, meaning money-wise, then we are wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are wrong. So, if something happened to humankind, it's our own doing. Mm. Yes. We had it coming, and we know it. Divine viewers, we appreciate your company for today's episode entitled Real Compassion and Moral Standards is the Real Solution, Part 15 of 22, on Between Master and Disciples. Coming up next is Selections from Theosophy's Sacred Teachings in the Key to Theosophy. Part 2 of 2 on Words of Wisdom, right after No Twerty News. Please stay tuned to Supreme Master Television for more positive programming. May you always enjoy Heaven's boundless grace. Our programs offer many languages. Please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash schedule and suprememastertv.com forward slash bmd.